You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 175. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast and I hope you are ready for a great week ahead. Just to let you know, the Willpower Workout Program is now open for registration and it's already half sold out. It starts April 20th, it is all online and this is an amazing workout program designed for women specifically. Now I have to tell you it has some of the best workout videos I have ever ever produced. I am super excited. Everything from cardio hit videos, yoga videos, full body strength videos, mobility videos, run workouts, and core videos as well. So 16 videos in total with three audio running videos, a run stretch video. I mean, this workout program has it all. And if you want to be in the private group where we work together to get an awesome shape before summer bikini season hits, then you'll want to get registered for the April 20th session. So you can go to willpower.com and that's spelled W-I-L-L-P-O-W-H-E-R, willpower.com to get all the information you need and to get registered before it sells out. Now in today's podcast episode, what are we going to talk about? Something that you may have heard me talk about recently on social media, And it's about mobility exercise. And the reason that I'm talking about it so often and bringing it up in a podcast and really making a big deal about it is because recently something happened in my body and I realized that I needed to be doing more mobility work. Now, as we age, it becomes harder for our bodies to carry bags of groceries or bend down to pick up your kids. Even getting into and out of a chair gets more difficult as we age, am I right? And while we can't completely avoid these changes because it's partly just getting older, there are things we can do to help. And you might think that this is why you work out, right? I mean, you work out so that you don't have all these kind of problems. But I have to tell you, it's much more than this because as you know, I work out all the time and something in my body wasn't working right. And I'm gonna tell you about it after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, we are going to talk about a topic that absolutely breaks my heart. It came out in an article just last week, and once again, it is about vaping. This time, they have found that vaping causes DNA changes similar to those in cancer. So they say people who vape have potentially cancer-causing changes in their DNA similar to those found in cigarette smokers, according to the most recent study. These chemical alterations called epigenetic changes can cause genes to malfunction. They are found in nearly all types of cancer, as well as other serious diseases, apparently, according to the researchers. Now, that doesn't mean that these people are going to develop cancer, but there is obviously that potential. But what they are seeing is that the same changes in chemical tags detectable in tumors from cancer patients are also found in people who vape or smoke, presumably due to exposure to cancer-causing chemicals 
present in cigarette smoke and generally at much lower levels in electronic cigarette vapor, so they say. Now, how many times are we going to hear how bad vaping is before they take these things off the market? I'm just amazed personally that something like this can still be sold. Now, I know that they are putting greater restrictions on it and now it's harder and harder for underage kids to get it, but honestly, why should even an 18 year old be able to get it? Why should a 20 year old if we know that it's basically so harmful to the body? Now, the epidemic of teen vaping and the recent outbreak of vaping-related severe lung injury and deaths in the U.S. underscore the importance of generating scientific evidence on which future regulations for electronic cigarette manufacturing, marketing, and distribution can be based. And I hope that the more studies that are done, the more that they will realize that these are products that just should not be on the market. And I think what breaks my heart more than anything is that so many middle schoolers are vaping, uh, so many high schoolers are vaping, they think it's healthier than smoking. They don't understand these types of ramifications and what these studies are. And I know that they are starting to do more and more sort of integration um, of education for this into the middle schools and the high school, but sometimes it's just a parent's responsibility to teach your children. I mean, even if you don't think they're vaping or ever would, talk about this study at dinner with them. Like, let them know, oh, wow, I just heard about this study. Because I feel like if they knew, maybe they would be a little more concerned, a little scared, that would be okay too. But right now, there's still a, a real great sense that, oh, vaping isn't bad for you. It's not as bad as smoking. And yet, I honestly think it's probably worse than smoking with some of the studies that have come out. So, just another article about vaping. It's very concerning. It's very sad. I can't believe the amount of people I see vaping in their cars and, and all around. So help spread the word, but most importantly, educate your family. All right. So talking about mobility exercises and what am I telling you happened to my body? Well, it was nothing major. I can tell you that, but it sort of was. I was in yoga class several months ago and it wasn't even anything difficult we were doing. I can do some pretty challenging poses in yoga, but we had to lay down on the floor and put one cheek to one side. That, that's all it was, right? And I could easily put my right ear down and put my cheek to one side, but when I went to lift my head and put my head to the other side, it kind of hurt and it was harder to get that ear all the way down to the floor. Well, after a few times in yoga, I realized that that was always how it was, like one side was more difficult than the other. And that's when I realized that there was some kind of imbalance going on. And can you imagine if I never did put my head down on one side and the other laying on my stomach, which I mean, how often do you do that? Unless I'm in yoga, I never do it. But if I never did it, how bad would that get by the time I'm 50, 60, 70, that neck mobility was, for whatever reason, becoming impaired on one side. And again, it's primarily due to different kinds of imbalances. And so I started doing a lot of research and found a lot of information about mobility exercises. And I'm gonna tell you about what they are, why we need to do them, when we need to do them, and who should be doing it. 
Now, one thing I want you to realize, like, why was that happening to me and my joint? Because it's happening to everybody in all joints at some point in one particular joint, not in every joint you have. But the skeleton works in this incredible way, right? And it tries to keep everything aligned, but it is pulled and adjusted by muscles that are attached to it. And as we move through life, our muscles develop and they grow based on our habitual movement patterns. And because we perform some movements more often than others, the muscles tend to develop unevenly. Some becoming tight and short, others becoming looser and longer, and the tighter muscles end up pulling on the skeleton in a disproportionately type of way, and that shifts our joints positions. And having a joint slightly offset within a socket causes it to wear unevenly over time. And honestly, that can lead to problems like arthritis and overall injury. So it's time to really think about adding mobility exercise to our basic workout regime so that these types of injuries don't happen to us as we age, because guess what? We're aging. Hopefully we're aging, right? Because the consequence if we're not is not very good. So we're aging and all of these things are only going to get more difficult. Well, it is time to take mobility as a proactive thing that we do now. So I'm in my late 40s. I wish I had started this honestly in my 20s. Now, what is mobility training? Mobility is not the same as flexibility, although definitely it's close. Mobility incorporates flexibility and strength, and it's crucial to help you squat deeper, push harder, and jump higher. Now to understand mobility training, we must first understand what it is, and mobility is truly the ability to move a limb through its full range of motion. And again, it's really not to be confused with flexibility because flexibility is more about lengthening the muscle. Mobility is a controlled voluntary movement through its entire functional range of motion. And mobility training is the process in which we work to improve the mobility in all or in a single joint. In doing so, we reduce the potential of imbalances and that reduces the risk for injuries, allows for the full benefits of exercise by moving limbs through the respective range of motion it's supposed to go through, and it helps you move better, whether that's in daily activities or just even for a sport. Now, here's another example of how things can be different in your body and how compensation takes over, which can cause a problem. Think about doing a TRX row. You know those TRX bands, they hang from the ceiling, they look like two ropes and you pull on them for different exercises. Well, the row is when you take one band in each hand and you sort of squeeze the elbows together using your back muscles. It's a back row, okay? It's a very common pulling movement. Now, if you have poor thoracic spine and scapular mobility, so again, that's the mobility in those joints, in the spine and the scapula, if you have poor mobility through there, possibly because you have really tight pectoralis muscles or even really tight lats, then guess what? You're gonna have trouble activating 
the scapular muscles to help aid in that pulling movement. Even if you try, like mentally try, to use and contract your scapular muscles, their contraction will likely not overcome the pull from those tighter, large pectoralis muscle that, that's making it really difficult for you to get in that full range of motion. And the result is that your body misses out on using that entire muscle group in the upper back while your biceps end up taking most of the load. And this is considered dysfunctional and can lead to injuries at worst and basically inefficient movement at best. Now, as mobility relates to strength, you will be stronger and safer lifting weight through a range of motion if your joints are able to comfortably reach the given position. And if you're straining just to reach the bar with proper form on a deadlift, you are way more likely to pull a muscle or even injure your spine. So some people have to replace the deadlift with any hinging motion during daily life, like picking up a heavy box, right? That's the same kind of motion. And you're going to risk the same consequences in that daily life position as you would as you were doing the deadlift. So essentially, flexibility and mobility allow you to place your body in the safest, most advantageous position for utilizing your full strength. And if you have strength but no mobility, you're working against the pull of your muscles and moving less efficiently through your life. So many of you are probably thinking, yeah, yeah, I mean, this just does not apply to me and I lift all the time and I'm totally fine. I'm telling you, I lift all the time, I am very fit, I work out, but I have a ton of imbalances in my body now that I'm focusing on mobility exercise. Because now I have, I go through a full routine of mobility through every joint in my body and I can see which side of my body, oh, you know, my right shoulder has a much different range of motion than my left shoulder, right? And even my hips, definitely, and that, that's for everyone because nobody is perfectly aligned. Now, I also happen to have scoliosis, so that's gonna put me way more imbalanced than other people. But I always think, you know, everybody has a slight imbalance in their spine. So a lot of people don't realize this until they start doing mobility exercises. Oh, wow, like that side is so much tighter and I'm not able to get as deep in a squat or in that deadlift or in that row on that particular side. So it's just something also to just start being highly aware of. Now, injuries that can accompany poor mobility are things like shoulder impingement, which is a muscle injury or inflammation between the bones in the shoulder area. Also, pulled muscles. If you're always kind of getting a pulled muscle in the same spot, very likely this is due to some kind of poor mobility that's going on in a particular area. Decreased muscle activation, which can lead to loss of strength and muscle mass and muscle tears, and even back, knee, and neck pain. So all of these things are injuries that can very well be because of poor mobility. So if you're starting to hear these and think, oh, I actually pull muscles all the time. Oh, my back hurts all the time. Oh, my knee hurts, my neck hurts, blah, blah, blah. Again, what if we could resolve that by getting you to do mobility exercises? Well, 
The good news is there's no need to make any massive shift in your workout routine because you don't really have to do or add that much to get the benefits of mobility work. And by doing the ben- by doing the mobility work, some of the benefits you're going to get are the decreased risk of injury, the increased quality of life because trust me, as you get older, you don't want to move less. You don't want to be like, well, I can't walk those stairs anymore because it hurts my knees. Or I can't bend down to tie my shoes anymore because it hurts my back. You don't want that quality of life, right? So these are things we need to work on now. Uh, It's also going to benefit your muscle activation, as we said. It's going to improve your range of motion. That's the whole goal, right? And it's going to reduce pain during daily activities that you might even have as a 30-year-old or a 40-year-old or a 50- or 60-year-old. Now, how will mobility really help? Well, there's two reasons that you want to do mobility work. The first one is what I said is because you want to prevent getting injured. And the second one is because you want to get stronger, right? Because that's why you're doing all the strength work and even cardio work and working out in general. Now, you you might be thinking, okay, Well, I understand the part about getting injured, but how am I going to get stronger from doing mobility work? Well, limited range of motion basically translates to limited muscle group, all right, or muscle growth. Limited range of motion translates to limited muscle growth. And the reason for that is because what I had said earlier is if we don't have full range of motion, when we're doing a, say, squat, or like, for instance, when they were saying the TRX row, what happens is you can't use the larger muscle group that you're trying to use and recruit to get stronger, and instead you're using these assister muscles, like in that TRX situation, the biceps take over, right? But if you could have done the move with full range of motion, you would have been recruiting the proper larger muscle group. And what happens so often when we have limited range of motion is that we end up using the small assister muscles instead of the large muscle group that is designated for that particular exercise. So again, so important, if I can get you into a deeper squat, with the correct form and full range of motion, then you can fully use your quads, your glutes, and your hamstrings. And if you don't have that flexibility and full range of motion in your hips, then likely you are going to feel potentially pain or a lot of work being done even in your low back instead of the muscles we're trying to recruit, which are your legs. So again, We're gonna be doing mobility work to prevent the injury, but also to get stronger because as we get more mobile in these joints, now I can go deeper in my squat. Now I can go deeper in my deadlift. Now I can recruit the proper muscles in my back row. And so I'm not always using those small muscle groups, right? Okay. So how to do mobility right and when should you do it? I don't want you to think of mobility as some specific type of workout and that you know you have to now go do an hour of mobility every day. It's more like an athletic skill, right? Um, so instead of, you know, again, I, I can already feel some people saying like, I can't possibly add one more workout to your day. 
I totally get that and you don't have to add that much to your day. It really can be done before a workout, kind of like during your warm-up. It's a great time to do a mobility exercise is when you're doing the warm-up before that main workout even starts. Or if you take an active recovery day, which is what I now do, taking either a long walk or a very slow recovery jog, and then I do my um, mobility exercises about two to three times a week. So making sure that you can get it in, but just kind of including it within your workout. Now, who should really do mobility work? Literally, everyone should add movement mobility work to their warmups. I mean, everyone should. Just because you know your way around a gym doesn't mean you in any way have great range of motion and can truly do everything. And mobility isn't really just something you are born with because, I mean, you are born with a certain amount of mobility, but it's how do you keep it going? How do you keep that joint mobility going? So it it's really good for everyone at every single age. And honestly, in researching top athletes, guess what the one thing they all have in common? Top athletes have one thing in common, the number one thing I should say, and it is generally movement. They say that great athletes know how to move their body. Their mobility is optimal. And honestly, if you talk to athletes, they do a lot of mobility work. So to wrap it up, What am I saying? Mobility work, it's not stretching. Unfortunately, stretching is not going to be enough. I mean, look at me, I'm super, I'm super stretchable. (laughs) In yoga, I could do a great job with many things, and yet I still have so many areas in my body, joints, that are not optimal range of motion. So stretching is not enough. When we stretch, yes, we are elongating the muscle and that and definitely has its perks and, and it's important, but it's not necessarily working on the range of mo- motion of the joint. Another thing is to remember, increased range of motion means that we are increasing muscle recruitment from those larger muscles versus the assisters. And that means we can do a move fully and that is how we will get even stronger. Mobility work helps relieve pain. It can even help relieve soreness. It can help prevent injury. And if anything else, I think it will keep your body young, right? We wanna be able to move well, just like an athlete, all through our life. And as I see so many people getting older, I'm seeing so many people have so much trouble moving their body. And I feel like there's a few reasons for it. Some some people in the older generations didn't exercise the way that we exercise in my generation. So I'm hoping that my generation has less issues with movement as we get older. But I do think, knowing that I'm in the fitness industry and have been this whole time, and no one has ever told me to do any mobility work, that means this is a huge piece that is missing right now from the fitness and health industry. And I kind of think it is for part of our health. It's, it's so that we can move our body properly throughout our life. So mobility exercises, they're fantastic for you. And guess what? <laughs> I made it a part of the willpower program because it is part of my workout now. And the willpower workout program is literally 
how I work out. That's, that's why I created it because so many people always ask me, well, what workouts do you do? Well, these are the workouts that I do and this is the order that I do them in and this is how many days I recover and this is how I recover and this is when I include my mobility work and this is when I include my strength days and this is when I do shorter workout days versus longer workout days. All of those components of a workout program are what are going to help get you in the best shape of your life and also keep you healthy. To me, as I get older, what's more and more important is not how much I weigh, but how healthy I can be. Can I move without pain? Do I have a a great life? Am I happy? Do I sleep well? Do I feel good? All of those things mean the world to me, not a number on the scale. And that's what I really hope for everyone else. So everybody get working on mobility exercises. This is something you could absolutely, you could look online, you can find stuff, um, or definitely keep watching uh, Earn That Body social media because I will be uh, showing more and more mobility work and exercises. And of course, I'd love to have you in the Willpower program at willpowher.com. So definitely check that out. That is everything for today. Go move your joints in full motion. And if nothing else, I bet this will just keep you ultra focused the next time you work out to see if all of your joints on the left and the right have the same amount of mobility. All right, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic week. And we will be back next week with another great episode. Earn That Body is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 